Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in today and being a part of our listening audience. Please know how grateful I am to pause out of your busy day and your busy schedule and allow us to share what the Lord has laid on our heart. And we pray that the content of each episode is blessing you and encouraging you and edifying you and equipping you to be all that God has called you to be. And again, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and to share with some other friend or family member that you know who may need to be encouraged as well. Today, I want to talk about preparing for the next year. I mean, 2020 has been a year, no doubt about it. No one foresaw that we would be going through a pandemic. All of us came in 2020 with big plans. I mean, just think about it. It was 2020. 2020, clear vision, the year to make it happen. And for the most part, a lot of things that we had planned had to go by way on the wayside because of COVID-19. But just because this year didn't unfold or play out the way that we anticipated it when we were making our plans for 2020. It does not mean that we should not plan for 2021. You know, if we've learned anything from 2020, it is that we should be cautious about how we plan. And when I say cautious, I'm simply saying that we should make our plans with humility. Make our plans understanding that only God knows the future. This is what James says in James chapter 4, verse 13. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. And so it says that we ought to be cautious and have humility when we plan, when we make our plans, understanding that only God knows the future, and ultimately we can only do whatever He wills. And so we make our plans, but we also make them with pencil. We don't sketch them out in pen because we understand God has a divine eraser. And he has the permission and the prerogative to change our plans or to put our plans on hold. Now, the Bible does say that we should not plan out of arrogance. It does say that we should not plan for tomorrow out of the sense that we own tomorrow. But what the Bible does not say is that you and I should not plan. It just says that we ought to say if the Lord wills, then we would do this or that. We have to make plans. I mean, failure to plan is planning to fail. Things don't just happen. And I just want to tell you that as we're coming to the conclusion of 2020, this difficult year, and we're going into 2021, uh, which will also present some challenges, at least on the forefront uh, at the beginning of the year, we still need to make plans. What do you want to see happen in your life in 2021? What goals do you have? What are your aspirations? How are you going to make this next year count? 
because you need to plan for it to count. You know, a lot of people often do not plan for their year because at the end of the year when we should be kind of turning our minds toward making plans for the next year, we get so caught up in the buzz of ending this year with a blast that we're not ready to take off when January comes. We oftentimes are tired um, and it takes us a couple of months before we even find our footing in order to start trying to make things happen in that next year. But let's not do that this year. Let's pause and start to think through our plans for 2021 while doing it with caution and humility, asking God for his will to be done in our lives and to bless our plans if that is his will. So here goes a couple things I want to tell you that you ought to do in planning for next year. Starting now. First, you need to review. You need to review. You need to take some time and look back over the past 12 months, over the past uh, maybe even a couple of years, and review it. Look at it for what it really was. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You need to ask yourself the questions what went right? What is actually unfolding in a way that I planned it or at least is unfolding in a positive manner? What went right? Then, not just what went right, ask yourself what went wrong. I mean, sometimes we don't like to go back and revisit our failures, but in every failure, there is a lesson. And so we have to go back and say, what went wrong? What, what errors did I make? What bad moves did I take? What um, terms do I wish I would have avoided? What went wrong in this year? What went wrong? Um, not only that, but why did they go wrong? And oftentimes we begin to think about why things go wrong. You oftentimes come back and have to acknowledge that it went wrong because of something that we did. Some failure that we had. Something that we could have perhaps been more proactive about, something that we could have been more engaged with, some things that we probably should have prioritized more than others. So it always is good to go back and look back and see what went wrong and why did it go wrong because oftentimes what you'll find is that we played a role in it. It wasn't simply what they did and how they treated us. We actually played a role in what went wrong. And then when you start to do that, you can ask yourself questions like, how can I improve? Not just how can I get a goal met or how can I obtain this accomplishment, but how can I be a better person? Every year you ought to want to be better. We should not get used to or we should never become comfortable with stagnation. You ought to be getting better. What do you want to see better about your own character? What do you want to see better about your own personality? What do you want to do to expand your own horizons? How do I improve myself? How do I get better? And after you take some time to review the good, the bad, and the ugly, what went right, what went wrong, why did it go wrong, how can I get better, then you ought to release. You got to take some time and release because when you review and you go back and see some things that went wrong, it's something about 
those things that can bring on some negative feelings. This is the reason why some people don't want to go back and review the bad or the negatives because it arouses some emotions that we would rather not even deal with, that we have suppressed without dealing with. But we have to learn the lesson and release the feelings. We have to learn from the experience, but not hold on to those ill emotions. And we have to learn through our review and then release that negative energy. Release it. After you have visited it, just take a moment and let it all go. You have to be determined that I'm not going to allow negative energy to get in the way of what the Lord wants to do in my life in the upcoming years. So many people are having hindrances to their progress because they just are carrying so much negative energy from negative experiences. They have such a pessimistic viewpoint because of some negative things that happened in the past and negative energy is unnecessary baggage and you have to just learn how to let it go let it go release whatever went wrong this year release it learn the lesson and release it whatever relationship went bad learn the lesson and release it whatever job situation um, didn't pan out learn the lesson and release it no matter what it is learn the lesson and release that negative energy because it will weigh you down going into the next year. You have to let it go. So review and then release anything that's negative, any bad attitudes that you may have toward anybody, any unforgiveness in your heart, then just release it. Now, releasing it does not mean that I have to act as if it never happened, but I'm releasing it to say I'm not going to allow it to keep me in bondage. I have just learned how to let it go. Let it go. Sometimes we carry these negative experiences and we are longing for the opportunity to get even or we're carrying it, waiting for the other individual to admit what they did wrong. But at the end of the day, you're wasting your time. Let that energy go. It's too much baggage. It's too heavy. So as you plan, review and then release, and then reevaluate. Take some time, ask yourself, what are your priorities? What are your goals? What is it that's important to you? So many times we spend so much time trying to do what everybody else wants us to do, and you cannot waste another year trying to please everybody else. What is important to you? What are your priorities? You need to start focusing on those things. And hopefully as a believer, the things that are priorities to you are also things that are priorities to God and the things that will honor God and bring God glory. So ultimately, what are the priorities that you have in your life? What are the goals that you have for your good and for the glory of God? You need to reevaluate and say, these are the things that I'm going to focus on. And then once you have reevaluated and you have your priorities and your goals, then it's time for you to create those action steps. What am I going to do to make these things come to pass? Step by step. Make some action steps. These are the things that I'm going to do in order to accomplish this. Sometimes people have big priorities and lofty goals, but have no 
plan to get from point A to point B. You gotta have action steps. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And you have to make sure that you have some steps in place to help you accomplish your goals. So reevaluate your priorities and then develop those action steps that will help you walk toward fulfilling those priorities. And listen, if your priorities are really good and your goals are really good, then these things aren't going to happen overnight. But at least you have action steps to make sure that throughout the course of the next year, you are being productive. Your life is not as long as you think it is. You don't have any days to take off. Every day, you have to try to do something that is productive, something that is getting you to that place where you desire to be. So you have reviewed, released, reevaluated, and now it's time for you to rewrite. Rewrite. The Bible says write the vision, make it plain. You need to write it out. Write out what your plan is. Write out what your goals are. Write them out. Because when I finally put pen to paper, it becomes real. When I put pen to paper, it becomes something that makes me accountable. When I put pen to paper, it makes me more intentional. And when I put pen to paper, it makes me more mindful. And don't just write it on a notebook and put it in a drawer somewhere. Write it somewhere where you can be reminded of it all the time. I'm a real big person when it comes to vision boards now. I just started that a couple years ago. But it's something to create this vision board. And I put it up in my house. And every day I see it. And I'm finally ready to create a new vision board because many of the things that were on that previous vision board has come to pass. But that vision board that was written out or uh, maybe not written but created kept it in front of me. And it made me more accountable. It made me more intentional. And it made me more mindful of what my goals are. Then lastly, refocus. So I have reviewed last year. I released the negative from last year. I reevaluated my priorities and came up with my action steps and my action plan. I have rewritten the plan so that I can be accountable, intentional, and mindful of what I'm trying to accomplish. And now I have to refocus. Refocus. The Bible says that this one thing I do, forget those things that are behind me and Reaching forward to those things that are before, I press toward the mark of a higher calling in Christ Jesus. And that's what you must do in your personal life. Whatever happened, negative or even positive, that's past now. Get the lesson so that you can carry the lesson into the next year. Don't become frustrated with the negative so that you become so focused on what went wrong that you spend time wallowing in pools of despair or puddles of pity. No, you have to refocus. And don't get so caught up in your success that you are so enamored by what you accomplished in the past that you're forfeiting your future. Refocus. Make it happen this year. 
do it again this year. And then ultimately pray about all of these plans and say, Lord, if it's your will, give me the strength. Give me the skills. Give me the connections. Give me the opportunities. Give me the insight and the wisdom that's necessary for these things to happen. And if you do this, you can make 2021 count. You can make sure that 2021 is productive. Don't wait until January and start trying to plan. You're too late. Don't try to plan the day after Christmas. You're too late. You need to be thinking about it right now. Go ahead and make your plan because proper planning will prevent poor performance. And if you make your plan and ask God to bless your plan and submit that plan to God, then I believe that you will see God do exceedingly abundantly above all you even ask or think or even planned. Go ahead, write your plan, make it happen. Thank you for listening.